all our listeners, all our hundreds of thousands of listeners, the the millions of people on this planet who tune in every week and are like, what, what? Yes. And last week, people who probably shed real tears of angst because we did not have an episode come out. Yes. Uh, apologies. Technical errors were done, but we... Hopefully, I mean, this is recorded before any technical errors can happen. Hopefully, there will not be technical errors this week. We're already off on a better foot than last week because um, it took like four tries to even get started last week. So, <laughs> yeah, we're like, hello? Yeah. Hello? Hello? But anyway. But anyway, my Lisa. Ha. This is what happens when you don't plan your intro. Well, I- <laughs> well I'm Elisa and. My name is Jess, and welcome to Social Disease, the podcast where we talk about Degrassi, the next generation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we talk about our, our uh, how Degrassi related to our childhood. Yep. And I've seen it a lot. I'm a lifelong Degrassi fan, and Elisa is watching along every episode one at a time every week. Um, as at least two of my friends are too. So shout out to to you guys that have told me you're watching along with. Yeah, no, I'm really excited about the people who are getting into the podcast who are like, oh, this is a great opportunity for me to watch Degrassi. Hell yes yeah. to you guys. I see me. I'm on your team. This was a great opportunity to watch Degrassi. And um, I'm really sad because there's like this channel on this TV app that just plays Degrassi 24-7, and I wish I could watch it, but I You will be able to soon. (laughs) Can I just talk about that app for a minute? Because it's been, like, the best thing in my life, but the last uh, couple days, it's not opened on my TV, and, like, I'm really fucking sad about it. Really? That's yeah. Strange. It's been, I've been watching it. I keep going. It started out last night, but I keep going to the um just the menu on the tv and trying to select the app and it goes back to the main menu every time it's not letting me open it so that is a whole bunch of horseshit i know i'm really really sad because i wanted to put it on because like i don't i don't sleep very well and i've been really enjoying having the degrassi channel for um background noise while i'm sleeping oh my god like i can imagine people who do have trouble sleeping who like have to play tv that Pluto would be amazing because it's just 24-hour channels. Yeah, it's like awesome. Comfort TV. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. And I figured out that that's probably why it exists because um, I love it when I – because there's, like, three or four different horror movie channels, too, and horror movies are another one of my, like, comfort TV things. And yeah. – I sometimes, like, when I'm too tired or too whatever, I don't know what – it's, like, it's too overwhelming to have to choose on Hulu or Netflix what to watch. I just want, you know, like, old-style now TV with just channels, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I totally get that. Is now, like, the choices are so overwhelming. It's, like, I don't even want to choose. Just, like, choose for me TV. Right. And, like – because I'm obsessed with Mystery Science Theater 3000, but I don't even own a lot of it. So this 24-hour channel is so great, and I don't have to choose. I can just put it on, and I'm you like, You just put oh. it on, or whatever's on. See, that's the fun thing about the Degrassi channel, too, is because, like, I have seen, and I'll admit, there's about a season and a half of The Next Generation that I have never seen. So when we get to that part, um, we're going to be discovering it together nice which is exciting but other than that one season I've seen all of it so many times that like I don't even know like I don't know if I want to watch like a spinner episode or a whoever episode like I don't know and I don't fucking care sometimes I'm just like tired and I want to watch Degrassi and I don't care what it is so (laughs) I'll put it on and I'll be like oh look it's the Mia season like oh cool (laughs) like I'll watch that today Exactly, exactly. So for everyone out there, we're not even paid to plug yeah. Pluto, but I mean if Pluto them. wants to pay us to plug them. Yeah, Pluto, give us some money. <laughs> Need Dear money. Pluto, we think you're keen. We would like some monies. We love the money. <laughs> Just and like or... our Patreon with <laughs> oh god. The millions of dollars we have. Oh yeah, they could just subscribe to our Patreon. 
Yeah, you know, we do feet pics. Um, we send. <laughs> <laughs> We're currently working on a series of our own butts and jeans, just like in the um, the theme song for Degrassi. Yeah, we buy different like '90s, early 2000s phones, mom jeans, in, a, in, in our pockets, and pictures. Like, our, mm. Yeah, it's very sexy. But you have to pay. You have to pay for those. Yeah, those don't come for free. Uh-uh. No free butt pics. No. <laughs> what kind of what kind of humans do you think we are? No, we're definitely not the type to do free butt pics. Okay, gotta pay for that sweet, sweet butt footage the jean covered butthole (laughs) the world is a ridiculous place uh should we get into the episode we should because i feel like everyone at this point is like what they're just like who the fuck (laughs) who who is this and what is going on so for those of you who have no idea uh why we are the way that we are um I have no answers, honestly. If you're still with us, like, kudos. This is episode six or seven. (laughs) Yeah, like, you've listened to a few, so I think you've gotten a hint of who we are. Oh, and my other, like, personal personal life update was that it's my anniversary today. Yes! You were telling me about that the other day. Yeah. For you. Yeah, Sydney and I have been together for a year, and... Um, there have been no major horrible, you know, red flag incidents, which is the first time that's ever happened to me. So That is fabulous. And so many applause. Boop, uh, boop. Anyway. Any- and now for something completely different. Teenage boys taking drugs. <laughs> yes. Okay. So... Uh, I want to start with cool facts, right? Yeah, okay. So the episode um, name was, once again, not a fucking song. Yeah, god damn it. One more, like, uh, okay. So it is named after a book and a movie, um, or a movie that was based on a book called Basketball Diaries. The movie came out in 1995. The book was written by Jim Carroll. I've never heard of this book or movie. Neither have I. Um, I really am not, like, a fan of basketball, so I don't think, like, I would have heard of it. (laughs) Yeah, I guess maybe, I mean, I'm sure it probably is about, like, literal basketball, which makes sense why I've never heard of it, because sports don't exist in my world. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, mm, I don't think I need to read a book about basketball. No, I mean... (sighs) hilariously as a librarian I've had several different instances where like finding books about basketball saved an interaction but I don't know my life is weird it's not that's not (laughs) average experience yeah I don't think anyone else besides like a librarian would need to find like a random book on basketball well the thing is last summer I had um a group of kids that were especially problematic and they all um, were from the same group home and they all had the same interest, which was basketball. So I had to find like books and stuff on basketball so that we could talk about what they were interested in so that they could get interested in like the library stuff that I was trying to get them to do. Oh, you smarty. So... (laughs) Like, in that situation, and, like, it's the same with, like, the manga and anime all the time, because I'm not super into those either, but they they help me, like, engage with kids, so I'm not, I'm not interested in them at all, and I'm still not, but I don't know. They're, they're useful. You, literature brings us together. Exactly. I'm not interested in basketball, but I like books, so, like, books will help me bond with you over basketball. There we go. Anyway, um, I've never heard of that <laughs> book, though. And this episode came out in Canada on December 2nd, 2001, and then in the U.S. on April 29th, 2002. And my only real, like, fun fact about this episode was that Spinner's nickname gets revealed. 
in this yes. episode. And it's really sad. It makes yeah. me sad because it's about his ADD. I know. I feel like it's like a stepdad nickname, like a nip- nickname that a stepdad would give him. Yeah, like, oh, God, this fucking kid. Yeah, like, because his nickname is Spinner. And he says it's because without his ADD meds, he'll spin out of control. Ugh. And you know it's because someone told him that. Exactly that, verbatim. Yeah, that is so sad. You know, every episode that I see Spinner in, I love him more and more. And, like, I feel more emotions for him. And and in this episode, I just felt like, wow, this is, like, why Spinner is the way he is. And I feel so bad for him because he's, Mm -hmm. like, trying so hard. Like, you see he even, like, sets alarms for himself. Like, That's pretty impressive, too. I'm, like, a 2001 Nokia phone. Being able to have, like, multiple daily alarms, that's pretty, like, you'd have to work on that. And being, like, a 13-year-old boy, like, I swear to God, when my brother was 13, I don't think you could get him on, like, an (laughs) alarm-taking med system. Like, 13-year-old boys are, like, little nasty people. (laughs) Oh, it's gross. I, I, I was, like, so much respect for Spinner because – and also in this episode, which we're going to get to later, he was, like, such a good friend, like, a better friend than any of the girls I've seen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's an amazing friend to Jimmy in this episode. And Jimmy turns around and treats him like such crap. Yeah, like, when Jimmy's all bummed out, he's like, hey, you want to go see a movie, man? Let's, like, let's hang yeah. out. Yeah, he's like, hey, friend, let's do a friend thing to make you feel better. Yeah, and then Jimmy's like, give me your drugs. (laughs) Jimmy's such a piece of shit. He really is in this episode. He's just like, but you don't need it the way I need it, right? And Spinner's like, no, I only just need it for my brain to work properly. No big fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have so much to say about it later on. But first, okay, so, oh, wait, do you have any more cool facts before I start ranting about these basketball children? Nope. Those are all my facts. Um... For anyone that didn't watch the episode, the synopsis of the eighth graders plot was Jimmy desperately wants to make the basketball team. However, he is pressured because of his poor academic status. If he can't find a way to balance both school and basketball, he won't be allowed to play on the team. When he convinces hyperactive spinner to skip a Ritalin pill and give it to him instead, he plays a great game, but not as a team player and gets cut in the end. Meanwhile, an unmedicated spinner goes a little wild during the game, too. And shows his butt. And shows his butt. <laughs> After doing a sick dance for everybody. <laughs> his dance was so cute. He's just like, yeah, everybody, we're going to get into it. This is the halftime show. And then I know that like, we around. should it's go just... in order, but I just have to say that Spinner's dance was so very, like, Early 2000s boy that saw a boy band video and, like, wants to dance that way to get girls. Yes. Oh, my God. And like, But, like, doesn't really actually have any dance skills. Yeah, like, you couldn't really remember the moves. He's like, okay, just at this point, you put your hands this you way. You kind of just walk back and forth and put your hands like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then the butt. And then the butt. <laughs> he was just like. This is a great idea. <laughs> this is such a good idea. Pull my pants down and show my butt to the whole school. <laughs> oh my god. And all the teachers and the principal. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Ranch is like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh god. And then Mr. Ranch is just such a piece of shit to him. Okay, we're getting we're getting way out of way out of uh what's it called order here yeah okay so we have no context for like why he's showing his butt so (laughs) (laughs) so there's some really cool sweaty kids in the beginning who are gonna oh yes day being sweaty yeah because like if you have zero period pe or whatever you just spend the whole rest of the day being disgusting yeah because oh my god nobody at that age is gonna shower in those locker rooms oh hell no and they didn't even give them time they're like Here's your last shot. You're going to be late to class. Well, I don't know how it was at your middle school, but in my middle school, they didn't – or no, wait. I'm sorry. Elementary school, we didn't shower at gym, but middle school, they did, I guess. But I was opted out of PE, so I didn't 
have to do that. But I feel like there were locker rooms and like showers. And there were, I remember at my middle school, there were locker rooms, but there weren't any showers. In high school, like we had a shower after a yeah. swimming and shit. <laughs> anyway, back to Degrassi. So these sweaty children. Yes. And Sean and Jimmy had kind of like a showdown on the court. Oh my God. Like, Jimmy is so mean to Sean in this episode for no reason. It's like he's just jealous, I think, because Sean is actually, like, good at what he's doing, and he doesn't even care about it. Yeah, Jimmy is kind of pouting about that in the beginning. After they're done playing, he's talking to Spinner, and he's like, well, Sean doesn't even have to try, and he's so good at basketball. And Spinner is basically just like, don't hate on him for being talented, like he has a skill or whatever. Yeah, and also because, like, they make it very clear in the episode that they're using basketball for Sean to, like, let out his aggression and right. help him mentally. And then Jimmy just decides to make basketball not fun for Sean. Even Yeah, though, like, it's, like, the hard. one thing, because Sean is very openly not a team type of guy. And he's got this one outlet that he's actually good at and he's enjoying and it's helping him. And now Jimmy's, like, taking this away from him. And the episode isn't really about Sean, but, like, this is something relevant that needs to be noted yeah like seriously in every way jimmy's a piece of shit in this episode he's like let me ruin this thing that's helping you emotionally like like seriously sean should be in therapy but it's like this is decent enough if you don't yeah it's good enough for now yeah it's like uh let out your emotional feelings through uh this like because you know that that kid probably will definitely not be like showing up for weekly um meetings with the guidance counselor or anything yeah and then jimmy totally fucks over his best friend and is so selfish like when he just badgers him and badgers him there's like he doesn't even listen to like spinner's pleas which are like really serious pleas yeah, he doesn't even give a shit. Jimmy is just the absolute worst, which, you know, Drake's the absolute worst. So it's like matching up. So, yeah, it kind of is that art imitating life or life imitating art. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. But like, so, also, I love how one extra shot made Jimmy late. I and, know. Like, that, so, that is like how uh, late did they let everybody like run to class? For one extra shot to have made him so fucking late. Yeah, how long does it possibly take? Ugh, it was so stupid. And then, uh, oh my gosh, so there was some seventh grader slash, well, I mean, I guess it was mixed with eighth grader stuff because it involves Ashley. Should we talk about the Liberty Ashley situation? Since oh, yeah. Happened? So meanwhile, after after the basketball sweaty boys go to class um liberty and ashley so the subplot is liberty is tired of writing ashley's video announcement speeches for her all the time and not getting any credit for it she feels that she deserves to take over the announcements for once Ashley knows Liberty won't be able to do it, but lets her anyway, embarrassing her in front of the whole school. Ashley later apologizes and helps her Im- helps her improve so she can do better next time. Yes, yes, yes. And so Liberty, like, runs over these cards. And I was shocked Liberty was late. I was like, damn, I think she'd be oh, I know. the cards, like, ten minutes early. Like, bitch, where are you? <laughs> I know. The one who – so, like, jumping ahead only one episode because I did actually watch one episode ahead. But in the next episode, she tells JT, like, you were supposed seven minutes ago. <laughs> so, like, how is she late? I know. She's, like, never fucking late. And so that was a shock. But then – and then Ashley's, like, bitching. And I'm, like, whatever. You're, like, taking credit for a seventh grader's work. Like, shut your mouth. Yeah. <laughs> and then And Liberty is so adorable in that first scene of this episode. She is, but I just like felt so bad for her because she just seemed so like disheartened. I don't know, like so like stomped mm-hmm. on. And I was like, No, like you're such a confident little baby. Like I feel so bad that Ashley like was so mean to her. Yeah, she does kind of it does seem like Ashley's sort of trying to uh like ruin Liberty's self-esteem on purpose yeah like to be like well fuck you so that she doesn't stand up for herself 
because she doesn't want her to push for reading on the air. But little does she know, Liberty will never not Yeah, and now she has a friend like Emma who's going to be like, "Uh, Liberty, excuse you, but you're right. This is unfair. Like, Emma, I love Emma so much. I, (laughs) I even have in my notes right here in all caps, Emma is always right. (laughs) <laughs> she is up and she like she's got no fear she's like yeah this is unfair fuck that you got to do what you got to do liberty yeah it's true and i like i like that because she's not letting emotions get in the way of the decision she's just looking at it from both sides and being like this is the thing that makes the most sense so it must be the right thing yeah she thinks like because she does think like yeah if you are doing the work you should be able to. You should get the yeah, credit. Get the credit that you deserve. I mean, she has no idea how bad she is at reading on air, but um, yeah, she does think like, yeah, that's unfair. Get your credit. Get your credit, girl. That's the one piece of information that Emma doesn't have, though, is like how terrible Liberty is going to be reading the first time she does those announcements. Yeah, which actually. <laughs> can sense and Ashley's a total B to try and embarrass her but so is she okay so like yeah she is you're right but I actually have a thought about this so when Ashley tells Liberty she can read the announcements Liberty has been badgering and badgering and badgering for like several minutes and she's being super fucking obnoxious so Ashley finally is just like, oh, my God, fine. Yes, you can read the announcements, like, just to make her stop being annoying. Yeah. I don't think it's anything more than she just wants her to shut up. Like, I don't think that her goal was to embarrass Liberty by knowingly making her do this thing that she knows she's going to be bad at. I don't think she knew she was going to be that bad. You know, I think you're right because she does look like – kind of shocked when she first is watching and then she herself looks a little like embarrassed like uh oh she does and the thing is when Paige later on when they're watching Liberty read those announcements for the first time and she's doing such a terrible job um Paige even comes up behind Ashley and she's like wow I'm impressed good job being a total bitch that's exactly what I would have done and like Ashley looks fucking yeah I think maybe it just was because it was insinuated that was Ashley's plan I think you're right that that's how I got that is like because Paige was like way to go bitch (laughs) yeah exactly and Ashley's face totally just says oh my god if Paige agrees with what I did I must have been awful yeah I mean I and also I think I got the feeling because she was just so rude in the beginning like I'm the one who reads it I'm the one, and so I was thinking, like, maybe she did embarrass her to, like, teach her a lesson, but, you know, I think, like, this definitely was a lesson. Like, you know, like, we all had lessons we had to learn ourselves that, like, nobody was going to tell us otherwise. Like, we had lessons we just had to fucking learn, and it was embarrassing sometimes, and it fucking sucked. And sometimes it hurt. Like, it wasn't just, like, you got embarrassed in front of your friends. Like, sometimes it was, like, your boyfriend hurt you and dumped you in a certain way. It was, like, ow, that mm-hmm. lesson hurt. But it's just, like, I think it, this lesson for Liberty was just, like, sometimes you just can't, like, you don't have all of the natural talents. Sorry. Like, you're smart. You're confident. You're amazing. But, like, you need to put effort into, like, learning other things that you don't know how to do. And I think at the end, like, she totally got that when she failed but like Ashley who I really loved her for this like helped her and showed her how to like do it better and you know be more confident on camera and everything because even though like she's so confident in life like I can understand like Mm -hmm. having stage fright and so it was just I think it was such a good lesson learned because it's like she's gonna carry that her whole life like you know like at everything like some things I'm gonna have to work for and that's okay and Liberty does get to learn that again later on um like tiny spoiler but not really she learns that she has a mild learning disability later on oh man I'm sure that for her that's such like a dig like such like a oh my god what's wrong with me but it's like yeah even like because it doesn't make you any less intelligent it doesn't make you any less exactly 
And I think that's why they chose Liberty as the character to have that because she is the one that's so highly motivated academically. Yeah. And I I think like when you get like diagnoses, especially when you're a kid, you're like, oh my God, like this, this is me. This, I'm not any more than being ADD or being uh, bipolar or being this learning disability. (laughs) And, um, and, and then I think, like, it's such an important lesson to learn. Like, that's not me. That's just a part of who I am. It doesn't control me, you know? Yeah, so that's totally. that's so great that they would, like, address that. And, and as you said, especially with Liberty, who has such confidence in herself and who is so intelligent. And so to have a learning disability, like, it would be such a great lesson for her to be like, yes, I am more than this. Obviously, like, I can fight past this. I have, and I always will. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, Liberty. Whoop, whoop. And I also, I wrote down with a star next to it, so I would make sure to mention it, um, that the Liberty Ashley team that they end up being at the end when they, like, end up working together, um, they play to both of their strengths um, and it's it's a, also a good lesson in, like, teamwork for both of them because they're both very independently-minded kids. Yeah. I think, like, it is an important lesson also, too, to Liberty, like, uh, and Ashley. Like, you don't have to do everything, like, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, it's not like someone's just taking your credit. Like, you can, like, help each other. And it means a lot to have, like, the credit for your part of the teamwork. Yeah. And it sort of even mirrors the Spinner Jimmy thing that's going on in this episode, too, because both of them, like Liberty and Ashley, are like, they're super different people and they're working, they end up working, like figuring out that it works better to have a better outcome when they work together and play to each of their strengths instead of either of them trying to do everything themselves. And the Spinner and Jimmy thing, it's kind of the same in this episode a little bit. Like, they sort of mirror each other, the two plots. Again, I feel like I've pointed that out before about other I episodes. I think you pointed like, I think this is so interesting because I think you pointed it out about every episode. Is that, like, the Saturday and plots mirror each other in some, like, interesting way. Whether it's, like, very outright, like, love triangle, love triangle. Or it's, like, something very... Mm-hmm. Um, like oh what's the words uh (laughs) or like it takes a backseat like it's not as yeah like it's very uh you know little it begins with an s i can't remember what it is subtle subtle yes Uh, i wanted to say sudden and i'm like that's not the (laughs) fucking word like that's not the word that's not quite there it's very sudden the But it does, yeah. So, like, maybe the writers are doing this on purpose. I feel like somewhere in Canada, there's <laughs> just like an old retired Degrassi writer from the 80s who's just like sitting in their like fucking plaid shirt in their snowy cabin in Saskatchewan because that's how I envision everyone in Canada. Of course. Um, of course. Who's just like sitting there listening to our fucking podcast and being like, obviously I did that on purpose. Finally, someone notices. (laughs) I really hope like we we do like uh, do proud to, you know, some people on Degrassi were like, yes, thank you. Thank you for noticing that. Anyway, so, oh, but I I stopped halfway through my analysis of why the two plots mirror yes, each other. Yes, yes, yes. Do tell. Um, so Liberty and Ashley, they figure out that putting their unique talents together um, has a better outcome than either of them trying to work alone. And then Spinner and Jimmy also, even though their storyline is so different and like a little bit more illicit – than the one about the girls, they um, they also figure out that, like, they have to each play to their own personal strength, i.e. Spinner taking his meds and Jimmy not taking Spinner's meds. Yeah. Um, and just, like, relying on his confidence in himself and his basketball talents. And um, they also figure out in the end that, like, when they band together as a team and each play to their personal strengths, it's a better outcome. Yes. Yes. Like, if Timmy – or Timmy. If Jimmy – Timmy. Timmy. If Jimmy 
had just not taken the stupid drug, he probably would have made the team because he was just fine. He was a fine basketball it's player. It's true. And, and that's what Spinner tells him. He says, you're fine. Yeah, it's so And stupid. Jimmy's like, fine? I don't want to just be fine. I want to be the best there ever was, Spinner. You stupid idiot. Now give me your drugs. Give me your drugs. Yeah, okay. Can we please talk about the scene that Jimmy talks his simple, unassuming friend out of his medication? Yeah, he just, like, badgers him and badgers him. And Spinner's like, I need this. I need it for my my health. Like, he's, like, genuinely, like, begging Jimmy, like, please, no. And Jimmy's just like, but I need it to play better. I need it. Come on, Spinner. Why do you That's the thing. And, like, in my head, it's that, you know how on sitcoms they do the thing where they show, uh, like, fantasy versions of real events where, like, one person's dressed up like the devil and then the the protagonist is dressed up like the angel and they make it, like, super exaggeratedly, like, good and evil Um, and somebody's unique account of it. Like, that's what's going on in my head right now about this scene is, like... Oh, my God. Spinner's Spinner's just like, please, sir, I need my medicine. (laughs) And Jimmy's like, no, I must have drugs. Give me your drugs. Yeah, like, it's that old 50s... uh... (laughs) <laughs> ad for children don't give in to you oh yeah like the reefer madness <laughs> yeah. ad. it's like a reefer madness fucking video if your friends are begging you for <laughs> your medication you tell your teacher tell your teacher <laughs> tell your teacher your parent or another safe adult <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but my notes uh during this whole interaction was oh my god don't share your ritalin baby boy wow jimmy <laughs> this is the first time Oh, wait. And then Jimmy said something I, that I, made me not hate him entirely. But then immediately he starts begging. So I was like, leave Spinner alone. Ah, my sweet baby. Oh, God. No, don't take it. What did he say that made you not hate him so I much? I don't remember. Oh, my God. He said, like, something. Oh, no, no, no. He turned, his, turned in his paper. He turned in his paper and he said he related to, like, Rolf or whatever. Yeah, Ralph. Oh my God! And then I was like, "That didn't make me hate you entirely. You seemed like slightly genuine, like you tried." He did. He seems <laughs> like he read the book and he really worked on the paper, and like he was trying to redeem himself in the eyes of Queen Kwan. Yeah, and then immediately he like just fucks himself by being like, "Spin, give me your drugs." Yeah, who, by the way, Miss Kwan is just trying to live. Like, Jimmy, can you fucking stop it? Like, why are you being such a Yeah, asshole? he's like, I relate to the uh, Lord of the Flies. The, yeah, she's just like, it's a, it's a pig head on a stick. It's a pig head on a stick, which you are. You are a pig head on a stick. So, like, I actually, I accept that analysis, Jimmy. <laughs> I wish that that's what she said. Yeah, well, but she, I love her. Like, okay, so I love her classroom management skills. Yeah, she's excellent. She's a very good teacher of high school students. I love Miss Kwan. Yeah, I, I really enjoy her teaching. She was, and she seems very like stern, but in like a fun way. Like, if you're a good student, you're like, yes. oh my god, I love Miss Kwan. But like, if you're a bad student, you're like, oh, she's always so strict with me. Yeah, well, that's why Spinner hates her. He has this whole, I mean, for the entire time that Spinner's at Degrassi, he and Miss Kwan have, like, words and disagreements. <laughs> well, she's a good teacher, and I think that's why. But, yeah, it's because she's a great teacher, and he's not a very good student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, and then he just immediately starts begging Spinner. I wrote down um, in my notes, I said, Jimmy, Please give me the meds you need to function for for vanity reasons. Yeah, and then I just want to bring up, like, Ritalin is not going to play make him play better. It's just going to make him shaky as shit. And, like, right. and it didn't make him play better. Like, you can see, it did make him, like, all over the place and stuff. And, like, aggressive because he did knock him. See, and that was actually... That was something I was wondering was, is Jimmy's behavior realistic for um, a neurotypical person on Ritalin? Like, I know a lot of people in (laughs) when I used to be an OC who would take Ritalin for funsies and like they would take it so like they would clean their fucking house and get all their shit done. 
And it just makes you, like, all over the place. It makes you just, like, crazy. Like, I know people who would take it in my old job at, like, Petco so that they would just, like, do their job and just, like, fucking not even think about it and the time would pass. So, like, this kind of Mm -hmm. shit, like, I don't know if being aggressive is necessarily, like, um, a side effect because I don't remember anyone being aggressive with me. But, like, I think just being so all over the place and the fact that he already hated Sean, I think that Yeah, that probably played into it a lot because I think you're right. I don't think – I've never heard of anyone who took Ritalin being aggressive or, like, violent, so – it probably is just that he was overwhelmed with energy and he already didn't like Sean. Yeah, I feel like he was just, like, all over the place. He didn't want to, like, you can see, like, he keeps looking around. Like, he, whenever he... Yeah, he's a little paranoid. Yeah. And then Spinner, on the, in the meantime, is acting the same way because that's how he is without his meds. Because he's on the sideline, like, yeah. coach at me, coach at me, coach at me, coach at me. So it's basically like they both just, like, snorted a few lines of meth yeah. well because that's what it is meth methamphetamine pretty much yeah and so uh i am so happy that jimmy got what he deserved and that like and you could tell the coach was like on to his shit because he's like yeah. watching him and then he's looking at spinner and then he's looking at jimmy well, and he's like hmm that's the thing too okay so coach armstrong he is not dumb, and he is also not a new teacher. He's been around for a while. He's seen a lot of kids, like, come through his classes, and he, like, he's very good at, like, you know, observing kids and, like, knowing what's going on with them. So, like, even if he can't officially accuse, like, Jimmy of having taken drugs or anything, he can fucking put two and two together. He knows that Jimmy and Spinner are friends. He knows probably that Spinner takes Ritalin three times a day, which is why um, he's the water boy and not on the team, or maybe not the whole reason why, but, you know, he might be too hyperactive or too unpredictable or something to, like, actually be on the basketball team, like, which is something that Armstrong would be aware of. Yeah. And he knows that the two of them are best buds, and he knows that, like, you know, Jimmy's acting weird, and so is Spinner. So, like, you know, he knows that something's fucking going on. And then Jimmy went and, like, acted super out of character and not only was, like, showboating and everything, but also pushed Sean down and injured him. And he's just like, I don't know what's going on, and I can't accuse him of anything, but he's not going to get away with this anyway. And that was a really cool adult reaction yeah like i really loved the coach when he like pulled him aside and he was like fuck no you're not getting away with all of this shit and like yeah. brought up all of the bullshit he pulled and then was like and you're not on the team bye and yeah. i feel like that's gonna make sean feel so much safer on the team oh definitely because it is kind of his safe place yeah and so the fact that this guy who clearly doesn't like him and who pushed him and hurt him He's not going to be on the team. So it's like, oh, good. Well, at least Sean can have the thing that it was, like, making him feel better. And I thought it was really cute when they were walking out, um, when, like, Emma and Manny and JT were walking out of the basketball game. And Emma, it was just a subtle nod to, like, Emma's still got this major crush on Sean because she was just like, what was up with that Jimmy guy? (laughs) Yeah. Like, he pushed down my boy that I picked. Yeah, like. You don't. Nobody fucks with the boy that I pick. <laughs> uh, and just like one last thing with my notes uh, before, like I have no more notes. Is just I thought it was like really upsetting the way Mr. Radish dealt with Spinner because he even like mentions he knows he has ADD. He knows mm-hmm. that he takes Ritalin, and he's like, you know, you shouldn't miss a dose. And it's like, this boy is 13 years old. You really think he's not going to miss a dose? And he can't have, like, yeah. any sympathy. And he's like, you're going to take your meds in front of the nurse or the front desk lady or whatever. And I was like, that is so embarrassing to do to, like, a kid. Like, wh- dude, really? Really? After, like, one missed dose? And he's been so, like, obviously, from the way that your guys are talking about it, he's been good. Like, the whole time he's been here. So after one slip up and you can't even like talk to him about it and like what happened you're just gonna turn into a huge dick (laughs) yeah and I like I I can only hope that maybe the whole taking his pills in front of the nurse thing isn't 
permanent. Maybe it's like for two weeks and then he can go back to taking them himself. I hope so because I was like, that is just so embarrassing to do to like. But yeah, especially because like Spinner, Spinner makes an effort to be involved in school activities and have friends and stuff. So it would be a big cut into his day to have to walk to the office like three different times in the school day. Yeah, and he would have to make sure that he would time it before his timer was going to go off so he could take it exactly at the time. Like, it just seems like it's going to be too Exactly, because I looked it up because I, I wasn't sure if that was real and I because I didn't know like how Ritalin worked and I looked it up and apparently you do take it um two to three times a day it said and you have to time it so it's 30 to 45 minutes before your meals yeah so it's very exact poor spinner but I mean even though that happened I have to commend what a loyal friend he was to Jimmy in this episode like Jimmy didn't deserve it but Spinner was a very good friend yeah he was like always there for Jimmy like when he felt inadequate and stuff and I mean he he's even still friends with him probably after this whole incident Oh, Spinner. And the thing is, I was watching season three the other day on uh, on Pluto, hashtag sponsor us, um, and I was watching season three, and he has this period of just intense dickishness, and I forgot about it, and it makes me really sad. So, like, we're going to have to hate Spinner for a little while. Oh, I don't want to hate Spinner. I love him so much. I know he's gonna make you hate him for a, like a little minute though. Oh, damn it! But it'll be okay. It'll be okay in the end. I'm gonna have a lot. I'm gonna be on an emotional roller coaster watching this show. You are with all the shit that's gonna happen to Emma and Manny and Spinner and oh my god, Liberty and JT. Oh, and not Toby. Nothing ever happens to Toby. Toby's stupid. Toby is so dumb, <laughs> and he's so like. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, oh my god. Well, there's a reason he gets along with Rick. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> he and Rick are friends. Oh god, I don't I don't want to meet Rick. Rick Rick is a bad yeah. man with a bad plan. I'm a bad man with a mad plan. Was Oh, that's from uh Bob's Burgers. <laughs> oh, is it? All right, should we do faves and least faves? Oh, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Okay, so what was your favorite? So uh, my favorite was, okay, so I like that they did the whole spinner mooning the school thing as kind of a cautionary tale of what happens when you don't take your meds or like when you give somebody your prescribed medication. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> here's why. Because if kids, kids in like 2001 were actually watching this because like I was one of them and they were actually watching this as like, that's what happens in middle school or high school. And I feel like the writers did a really good job showing like the risk of taking somebody else's meds or giving somebody your meds um, without like being preachy about it. So the kids would actually listen and understand. Yeah, I liked that how they showed like the consequences Without being, like, preachy, how dare was preachy. But, um, yeah, no, that was my favorite thing about this episode was because, like, like, Spinner acting like a goon would have been bad enough. But, like, Spinner actually taking it a step further and pulling down his pants entirely and showing the entire school his bare ass was, like, a very extreme cautionary tale that I feel will like drive the point home better. and and they also saw his butthole and like the back of his ball <laughs> because like when you oh, bend God. over like that especially as a dude like you're gonna see the back of the ball <laughs> all those small children saw some stuff they did not want to see if that had happened to me in sixth grade i would have been scarred for life i would have been like i just would have started screaming I just would have started screaming and I wouldn't have stopped. <laughs> like, you'd still be screaming right yeah, now. Yeah, the podcast would just be me screaming. 
<risa> no.
Oh, and do you know, too, I was looking at, like, the number of episodes in season uh, one, and we are just about halfway through. This was episode number oh my seven. God, happy halfway through the first season. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, 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 whoop. I'm on. I'm so excited to get to season three. Like, not that season one and two don't have their merits, and we should definitely do them in order. But season three is the best season. So excited! I'm very to get there. excited. I I'm I'm excited for every episode. Every episode brings me more and more joy. Oh, me too. Because it just gets better and better. But like these episodes in the first couple seasons are like laying all the groundwork for the rest of your life as a Degrassi fan. I know, like, I'm getting to know everybody's personality, who people are, and then I'm sure then the, then the shit starts. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, it, shit's, shit's gonna really start going down in, like, the last, well, okay, so in the last episode of season one, like I said, ecstasy is involved. Yeah. So, like, we're introducing some real drugs, not just, like, the prescription drugs. And then, like, in season two, some real shit kind of starts to go down. And then season three, it's, like, really starts to go the fuck down. Not to quote directly from their ad campaign or anything, but uh, it goes there. It goes there. Oh, damn. (laughs) All right, well, we should wrap up this episode because I'm going to go celebrate my anniversary. Yay! All right, well, happy anniversary to your Sydney and Jess. And this was a wonderful episode. So happy to talk to all of your ear holes. Love it. And um, follow us. Yes, and tell your friends. Follow us at Social Disease Pod on Instagram and tell two people you know that you liked this podcast and to listen to us on Anchor or Spotify because those are the main platforms that we're on now and Google Play apparently, yeah, right? Yeah, we just got released on the Googles. So go listen to us if you have an Android or anything. Or if you like the Google, go listen to us on Google. <laughs> if you do like the Google, listen to our words. Yes. All right. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Woo-hoo. Goodbye.